0: Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Astrology Did Not Change My Life. I am still that bitch, hosted by your girl, Plutonian Aquarius. So, before I even get started, I'm sure you're a little bit confused as to what I'm doing, because part one, this is part one of the episode this week. And so, yes, there's actually going to be a second part that will come out later this week. And you can follow up with it through Instagram because that's where most of my updates come from. And so I'm trying a new format with my episodes because I do talk a lot. And I actually do have a time limit with my recorder. And it is exactly one hour and 11 minutes. One, one, one. Ho, ho. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. But I definitely do have the tendency to talk a lot more because I just have so much to say. And I did get some feedback from many of my listeners. And one of the biggest things is that maybe I I do talk a lot in the beginning. And if there's a way to maybe sometimes condense my content. And I don't think there will ever be a way for me to condense my content ever. So... In a way to have my listeners stay engaged. I'm going to try instead to break up my podcast itself and the episode into two parts. To see if maybe that might work. But honestly, I'm just feeling experimenty and funky. And I just want to try everything I can with my my little creative baby. Because I can. It's my podcast. But regardless... The next episode will come out in the next couple days after today and so stay tuned and if you're not already following me on Instagram for updates follow me on Plutonian Aquarius on Instagram and that's where you will find all the updates that you need but also my new website PlutonianAquarius.ca now before I even get started I actually did want to take a minute to talk about my website itself my website is An official site where you can not only access my podcast episodes, all the latest episodes, but also for my services, my astrology services. And I have quite a few. So I will just go through my lowest priced reading all the way up to my highest price. And so my cheapest option is $25. And that is your chart breakdown. So I simply tell you what your personal planets are and what sign they're in your outer planets and what sign they're in as well all within the 12 house system so I'll look at your rising sign your descendant your midheaven and your nadir or ic fourth house and where all of these planets are placed within your 12 houses i'll also be looking at all the aspects to your personal planet planets and that's your sun, your moon, your mercury, your venus and your mars. And so I know there are again free options out there but they don't take into consideration a lot of like your aspects and what houses your planets are in and a lot of the times the way that they the way that they organize it you need to have a little bit of understanding of the symbols. Because then they won't actually physically write out the words like Saturn and Aquarius. They expect you to know the symbols. So if that's something you're interested in and you don't really know where to begin, I can do that for you. I can show you what your chart looks like. And then you can go off and do your own research with all the information I give you. My next offering, which is also $25, is personalized pre-recordings. That is part of the ICU series where... I have individualized pre-recordings based on one of your placements. So the one that I have thus far is for your moon sign and what self-care will look like for you depending on your moon sign. So it's just a 20-minute recording where I go into detail about what a self-care routine would look like for you depending on your moon sign. So if that's something you're interested in, that's another option for you as well. And it's just $25. And again, I have an unlimited supply of that. My next offering is for $50. And that's where you can just ask a question about your chart. And I will go in depth to two to three page reading. And I will just answer whatever questions you have. But again, it's just one question for $100. You have the big three reading. It's a reading that looks at your sun, your moon and your rising sign and how they all go in together. Again, it's a little bit more pricey because I look at how these three really important elements in your chart make up you. It's also kind of like an introduction into your birth chart and an actual reading. Now, my other readings, that's, they're a little bit more on the expensive side now where your North Node reading looks at your North Node placement. And that is 150 So I go into detail about what your life's purpose is through your North Node. Then the other one that I had that is also 150 is your midheaven or your professional career reading. Where I look at your midheaven placement and I go into depth about what professional pathways are appropriate for you. Also a two to three page reading. And then I also have a love reading which is also 150 where I look at several of your placements that I think are appropriate for telling you what love looks like for you and I tell you exactly what it is that you need in order to be in a healthy relationship and a lot of that can include a relationship with yourself um I also have compatibility or synastry readings where I look at the compatibility between you and your person of interest that can be a friend a family member Or a romantic interest. I just ask that you have known this person for at least a year. And have actually interacted with them for a year. And that is $200. And that is more of a longer reading. But it goes in depth into the astrological placements. Between your person of interest and you. And how well you guys fare with each other. And then I have my most expensive option, which is your official birth chart reading. And that looks into essentially your entire chart. And so everything that I do in that chart breakdown, I now create a story for you and actually interpret all of these placements and bring them all together to paint a picture that essentially can tell you what it is that you need or will need to do to reach your highest potential. And your chart can indicate that. And perhaps there are wounds that you have that are getting in the way, but my readings always look at what you can do. And that there's no such thing as, well, this happened to me in the past, and it's over for me. I don't believe in that. I think it's your our, our choice. We just sometimes need that guidance and somebody to kind of just shine a light to remind us that maybe we just forgot for a second. We just needed the reminder. And so those are all of my readings, but my chart reading is, again, $400. And that is an investment. And so if you want to go more in depth into how I approach your readings, what reading would be the best bang for your buck, and a lot of my, again, disclaimers on how I do my readings as well and how I approach astrology, I suggest you go onto my website plutonianaquarius.ca and go into my frequently asked questions and a disclaimer page. It's all one page. And I suggest reading through that first before booking a reading with me. But other than that, thank you for listening to this little ad about all of my services. But, we can now move on to today's content. But, before I even get started, I wanted you all to wish me a happy birthday. Because I am releasing this podcast on my birthday, February 5th. And, is it coincidental that we are talking about Leo and Aquarius? No? And I am an Aquarius? Isn't that so weird how things kind of just happen like that? At first I was like, oh yeah, it's always just going to be a coincidence. I, used to, coincidence. I used to say that all the time growing up. But And then somebody told me that there are no such thing as coincidences. And I was like, you are lying. What do you know? And honestly, as I'm getting older, maybe she is on to something. Sometimes things kind of just happen. And the way that it all kind of falls together, since it happens so nicely, it's kind of spooky that it does. So, huh. So the next set of sister signs that we have that I'm going to be talking about is Leo and Aquarius. Two fixed signs. So in this part, I'm going to be talking about Leo. And then in the next part, I'll be talking about Aquarius. And so Leo is represented by the lion, which I'm sure everybody seems to know. I feel like I feel like Leo's... For anybody that knows of Leos, just always understand that they're lions, and they make it clear. And I feel like the people around them, also make it clear that they are lions, and that they are to be respected. So <laughs> I like I think even before I got into astrology, I always knew Leo was represented by the lion. Like I just always knew that, and I think that's really really telltaleing, of Leo. As a sign because everybody knows of them they make their presence known and that's essentially what leo is in a nutshell goodbye my podcast is done we are done today's episode (laughs) but essentially leo is a fixed fire sign it's a masculine sign so that means all of the energy that they have they bring it outwards because that's what a masculine energy is really the energy is expressed outwards And so Leo comes after cancer. And cancer is where we first get into deeper self-awareness. We started off with Gemini, starting to have awareness of their thoughts. And then cancer starts having awareness of their emotions. And so it's in Leo that we take all of these lessons that we learned all the way from Aries to cancer and hone it. So that you can become you. You can become this self. This idea of self. You essentially become your person. You build an identity. You build an identity in the sign of Leo. And that's what Leo teaches us. That we create this idea, this sense of self. When we start to realize who we are. And that honestly just means that we sit down with ourselves and actually figure out what it is that makes us who we are by looking at both the good and the bad. And that's the whole idea of living your truth. Because when you know who exactly you are, when somebody tries to question you, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't shake your world. Because they can say, you're a freaking apple. All they want, you know you're an orange. It's that simple. <laughs> you are a loud and proud orange. Yeah, you tell them, Leo. But, <sighs> weird analogy aside, it's the best way to really look at what it is Leo is trying to do. And as I go through all of these signs, the biggest thing that I love doing is shattering the stereotypes that pop astrology has created for all the signs. And one of the biggest ones with poor old Leo is that, ugh, well, Leo has just always been known as that self-centered, oh my god, and they even use a big word like narcissist. I hate that label, because I feel like it's just, it's, it's an accessible word now, so now everybody throws it out liberally, not knowing that sometimes narcissism is it's essentially a person, personality disorder. And it's something that is very serious and must be addressed. So to throw out that word liberally is really kind of does a disservice sometimes because somebody's a narcissist. It means that people make it believe like there's no hope for them and that they can never change and that they'll never be accountable for their actions. When in reality, everybody must be accountable for their actions in a way. But that hope That opens up a whole other can of worms that we should not get into. And I think that was a controversial thing to say. Sorry about that. Huh. That is something to think about. But regardless, poor old Leos are always... They're always told off as somebody that's just self-centered and only cares about themselves. When in reality, that's probably just, again, an underdeveloped Leo that hasn't truly understood themselves as an individual. Or maybe that's somebody else just misinterpreting Leo's self-confidence. Confident people essentially just know who they are. That's it. It's nothing complicated. It really isn't. And if, in a way, you're not confident in yourself, it can be really triggering to see somebody, again, living in their power, living in their truth. And that's what power is, in a way. Actually, that is what it is power is all about knowing who you are and so that when somebody comes around again you don't freak out because you know what you bring to the table and again that's such an admirable thing that again we can really really learn from leo leo is where we build our identity and coincidentally leo is ruled by the sun and now if you have heard my sun sign episode which i also recommend you should listen to If you haven't already, your sun is essentially what we grow into. And the reason why we grow into it is because we learn to develop our confidence. Our sun, our sun sign essentially is what makes us shine. It's what we need to develop so that we can feel confident about ourselves. And depending on what your sun sign is, that will be very different. everybody. Your sun sign qualities will tell you what it is that you need to shine. As an Aquarius, I need to accept and embrace my individuality and that sometimes I have unconventional thoughts and ideas and that's just who I am. I don't really follow what everybody else is doing and that's okay. That's not my thing. I like to march to the beat of my own drum and that is what makes me shine when I realize that I'm a very distinct person. And that I can still be a part of society while maintaining my own sense of individuality. And once I start doing that, that's when I shine. And that's when people are like, damn, she is confident. Nice. And that's what it really is. Say, well, you're a Cancer. And you embrace the fact that you are a sensitive individual that has emotions. That is how you shine. Being in touch with your emotions is something that gives you confidence. And people are like, wow, look at that person with that deep feeling, emotional sensitivity and intelligence, but bam. And it's really that simple because when you're living your truth, people are inspired by that because they can see you shining in your light because you're living your truth. And I think living your truth is a phrase that every Leo truly lives by. Again, with each sign, each sign has their own lesson that they teach us, and it's something that we should use in our own life. Now, as I mentioned before, in the sign of Leo is where we build our sense of self, where we build our identity. And what exactly does that actually mean? Because we all know who we are, right? Huh? And I feel like a lot of us think that we do, but knowing who you are means really, truly sitting down and looking at yourself honestly and accepting that maybe there are parts of you that aren't that amazing and that maybe it's not something that you always like, but maybe you can work towards becoming better and being accountable for maybe mistakes that you've done in the past and maybe not letting yourself be defined by those right? And I think that's a really confusing territory sometimes, because if I know who I am, then I shouldn't have to change who I am, right? And I think that is a stereotype that a lot of people love to put on poor old Leo, because Leo knows who they are, which means that they won't change, when in reality, Leo that is truly shining in their light, and that's what Leo is here to tell us to do, and remind us to do, I mean. Shine in your light. Find your truth. So a true Leo that is actually embracing that spotlight is really actually constantly looking at themselves honestly, constantly questioning what it is that makes them who they are and what parts of them are theirs and parts that are maybe actually social conditioning and that maybe... It's early life experiences that made them who they are and isn't actually a representation of them as an individual. And so here in the sign of Leo is where we have this quest of self-discovery. And it's really interesting because I always find that the fire signs are always on a quest. Aries is in a kind of in a quest to just experience life to the fullest and to live out on their impulses, really. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because they kind of build their heroic quality because they approach the world as a quest. Sagittarius, like I mentioned before, is on this quest to learn about the world and to find meaning in life around them. And Leo is on a quest to discover who they are and what it means to be an individual and so your son is your personality. And we don't really start feeling our sun sign qualities until we get older. And that happens when we start building our personality. When we start to diverge away from our parents, from school, from all of these influences that kind of mold our personality. And while financial constraints as well, it isn't until later on in life Do we have the freedom and comfort and security to explore ourselves, right? And to figure out who we are. Think of it as like an adult that starts playing with action figures as they get older. Because now they're finally discovering who they are and what makes them happy. And what makes them comfortable. And what makes them shine. And it's not a childish thing to do that. You're simply just embracing your truth. You're finally becoming the individual that you were meant to be. And being an individual means truly listening to yourself and what you need. And it's a lot of work. It's in the sign of Leo where we're actually told to really sit down with ourselves and to figure out what it is that makes us who we are. And that's not a selfish thing to do at all the only person that will know us the best is ourselves. And when you have that idea of who you are, when somebody comes into your life and tries to offer you, again, any form of companionship, whether it be a friend or romantic interest, or even work colleagues, work environments, you know what you'll bring to the table and you won't settle for any less. And Leo does that naturally. And no, Leo is not going to be selfish for simply understanding who they are. Mm -mm. And I don't don't think it's fair to keep boxing them in to that label. When in reality, they're inspiring us to go out and live in our own truths. And there's a reason why Leo is represented by the lion. Because the lion kind of just chills and does its own thing. We all know that the lion is freaking majestic. We all know that. (laughs) And it just exists and does its own thing. And that's what a true Leo does. Now, I want to go back to the symbol that actually represents Leo, and that's the lion. And I mentioned before that if you're being represented by an animal, I find that a lot of your journey involves taming your animal instincts we see that in the sign of aries we see that in taurus we see that in scorpio is it all really about learning what those desires are that you have and leo is no different leo being a fire sign is all about creativity and again following those desires fire signs are just super super passionate have all of these desires that they can just become overcome with and that kind of just like leads the way for them but the problem becomes when you are only listening to those impulses those feelings that you have those passions and not necessarily harnessing them in a way that's constructive and so that's when we get into that negative side of Leo where you're just doing what it is that you want and you're disregarding everybody around you Really? Because you're like, well, it just feels right. And it's like, yeah, it's great that it feels right, but it's also hurting, again, the people around you. and Maybe that's not too fair. It's one thing to live your truth, but it's one thing to simply just tear everybody down around you so that you can get your own way. And so, in a way, there's kind of a fine line, so sometimes it can be hard to understand that. And so, that itself is how Leo starts into that journey of again, self discovery, where they kind of have those trials and errors and, trans- and tries to figure out what it is those impulses are inside of them and what they mean and what they can do with all of this creative energy, this creative desire that they have. And the thing is, the best way to really truly understand fire energy is to understand that all of this passion and desire is simply just creativity that is looking for an outlet. So that's why Leo is always known as a performer. Because Leo, essentially, will take all of that energy that they have and put it out into the world. Essentially, kind of like a performance. Because that creative energy that they have, well, again, all that fire energy that they have can easily come out into creative outlets. And that happens when, again, they're living their truth. They're, and the thing is, creativity doesn't have to be always. Like, I'm being an actress. I'm singing. I'm dancing. Creati- creativity comes in so many different ways. Right? And so the fact that you're just putting it out there in the world makes you a performer. And so that's how Leo gets into this journey. By taming those, again, animalistic desires just like a lion does. And I think the best way to look at it, and if this will be applicable if you know about tarot, in our into tarot readings or tarot cards, is the strength card. I find that the strength card really represents Leo energy. And the card itself has a woman that is beside, or like on top of, well, a lion. And the lion is bowing down to her and is calm around her. She's kind of petting it like a cat. And that's all about taming those animalistic desires that you have. That we all have. Any other fire sign reminds us that all of this energy that you have inside of you, it's a representation of your desires. And that's why we call them like primal instincts. Because you can't exactly control them. All the feelings that are bubbling up inside of you, you can't control it no matter how hard you try sometimes. And it needs an outlet. And Leo does it through creative means, being a fixed sign, they stick through with these projects. And they essentially release all of this energy that they have through creative outlets. And that's why fire signs are known to be these creative people. Fire energy is always creative energy. That's the best way to really put it. But so is also water energy. And so you need to understand yourself really deeply to be able to live your truth. And that's what Leo aims to do. Leo is all about mastering yourself so that you can have and create this true self. And the idea of true self is far beyond sometimes just the 3D world. It's a very spiritual idea and concept. And whether you believe it or not, if you're a Leo that's really living their tru- living your truth, you're probably a lot more spiritual than you realize. And that's something that you've got to give yourself credit for. And you're reminding us to also do the same. Having, your idea, having this idea of your true self means that you've understood that you have all of these feelings, you have all of this energy where sometimes things feel off unless they're expressed. And you're really truly sitting down with yourself to try and figure out what it is that makes you who you are. What makes you happy. What bubbles you, basically bubbles you up. And makes you feel amazing. And makes you shine from inside out. The only way that you can shine outwards is from within. And that's what Leos can do so beautifully. And that's why they're so mesmerizing. That is why we're like, they are so confident. Because... They're shining from within. They are following those primal instincts and kind of not necessarily letting it control their entire life. They're trying to understand why they're having those feelings and following through with them. And it does sound like a very confusing concept, and so I'll try and break it down. So somebody that always feels very muted or muddled around other people in social settings and they're not exactly sure why and they're trying really hard to again exist in these social spaces because these are their friends these are people that care about them so they shouldn't feel like this So then they feel bad about it and then they just ignore that feeling and try and shut it down even more try and repress and it's something that is again a feeling it's instinctual you shouldn't try and really ignore it. You should actually sit down with it and ask yourself, why am I having those feelings? Hmm, but then when they're outside, doing something that they really, really enjoy and have always enjoyed and have always just done it for themselves, it could be something really simple like, well, they are really into craft beer. They like learning about the process, something that makes them really happy. They literally feel warm and fuzzy from within But it's not something that they can necessarily share with their friends and they have to hide this side from their friends. Because, again, they're not being honest with those primal instincts and those desires that they're having. But yet, they feel so happy when they're engaging in the things that they want to engage in. So, maybe they need different friends that will allow them to talk about this passion that they have for craft beer that they're so fascinated by. And once they start accepting that part of themselves and accepting that feeling that comes up every time they're around these friends, then they can start living in their truth, which is, well, this person fucking loves craft beer. And they just want to keep learning about craft beer. They want to make craft beer. Everything about craft beer. (laughs) Yeah. And it's something... It's literally that simple. It really is. And Leo does that effortlessly. But a lot of that means that they actually have to do, in a way, shadow work, where they really sit down with themselves to try and figure out what it is that they're feeling and why they're feeling and where it's coming from. And it's a lot of work. Living your truth doesn't mean, like, I just accept that I am always going to be awesome and that everybody else around me is the hater. It's not that simple. It never is. And it's not meant to be that simple because if it were easy and simple, then the benefits from it wouldn't be that amazing. Good things come with a price and with a lot of effort, right? And so with Leo, Leo simply just wants you to live your truth. Master those animal instincts that are within a lion, for example. And then when you're following those desires and actually giving them space in your life, you're not being ruled by them. You shouldn't repress them. Because sometimes when you repress them, that's when you can actually fall into this subconscious pattern where you're actually being ruled by them. And that's not what we want to do. That's not what we're here to do. And so... Leo is when we start getting into this spiritual territory. And that isn't to discredit the other signs, to say that they're simple and that they're not as complex. That's not true. The lessons that we learn in the other signs were about getting us to the point of where Leo is at, where all of these lessons that we learn were so that we could build a sense of self. And why do we want to build a sense of self? Because once we start figuring out who we are, That's when we start to find our purpose and our place in life. And why we came here. To this earth really. And what we came here to do in this lifetime. And that itself is a big deal. That's a big responsibility. And Leo. Once they realize what it is. That they bring to the table. That's when they start focusing on making the world a better place. So. For example, if somebody knows that they came into this lifetime, well, maybe I'm going to rechange my words. If somebody came into this conclusion that there's somebody that really, truly likes healing those around them, that that's their journey, that that is what they've always been doing, and it makes them really, really happy, warm and fuzzy, when they're simply just being around people and simply just healing. It could be through words. It could be through physical things. It could be through the mind. There's so many different ways that we can heal. And that is when they start realizing that maybe they can go around healing people. Because that is what they want to do. That's what makes them happy. And Leo is when we start to realize that maybe the things that we do can actually make the world a better place. And it's really funny because Aquarius almost always does the same thing too, where their mind is always focused on making the world a better place. But making the world a better place isn't necessarily a big grand gesture. Making the world a better place comes from you first. By living your truth, you are making the world a better place because you found your purpose. And you're using everything that you've learned about yourself to help those around you. And simply just living your truth can make the world a better place because you inspire other people to do the same. It's that chain effect. Well, that butterfly effect, if you may, it just keeps going forward. By reminding a person that they they have to be true to themselves, maybe they'll go out and tell the next person that they encounter who comes to them for advice. That maybe they should also go out and make the world a better place by just being themselves. And Aquarius does almost a very similar thing too. But regardless, Leo is where we build our true self, our personality. and By building your personality, you live your truth and you come into your power. And that's why Leo is associated with power. And why the lion is very, a very good symbol of Leo in general. Because le- lions were always associated with power. With regal royalty. Because they're always associated with power. And what does power essentially mean? You lead without expectations. You are focused on the greater good. And that's what a true Leo does. They know that they are comforted by what they bring to the table. And they know that there is so much that they have to offer and that the world deserves to experience all of their abilities. And that it's essentially necessary to do. And that's when you're actually in your power. Because you are doing things not without expectations. You are doing things because it feels right. It feels right in your soul. And this is when we start getting into this idea of your soul. Leo reminds us that by building your personality, by building your son, essentially, you're coming from a place of your soul. You're listening to your soul. It's a soul-centered. It's a soul-centered aspect now. It's a soul-centered world. It feels right in your soul. And so... Leo wants us to simply just, again, live your absolute true self. Because when you do, that is when you find your purpose. And your purpose is when you're out there making the world a better place. By, again, those gifts and talents that you have within you. And all of us have them. Whether you believe it or not. There's always something that each and every single one of us brings to the table. And that's only when we go through our own little journey of self-discovery. Of figuring out who we are and what makes us us. And that's when you can start shining. You can start living in the light. And I think that's something that so many of us are so afraid to do. Because a lot of us are fed messages that to do that is to be selfish. When in reality, you're simply just being you. It's not bothering anyone really. Just the insecure people that can't handle it. But it shouldn't be something that you should be afraid of. No. And it's not selfish to do it all. And I think that's something that I can speak of as well. Because I'm also going through this journey. And I'm constantly going to be going through this journey. Where doing things that make me happy. And only me, really. As long as they're not hurting other people around me. Are things that I deserve. To experience, I hid my love for astrology for years, for years, because people didn't want to listen to it. When in reality, if I continue talking about it, the people that want to listen about astrology will kind of find their way around me. And that's essentially what ended up happening. Once I started embracing that I have this love for astrology and that I know so much because this is my passion, because this is my hobby. Because it's allowed me to have more meaningful relationships with people. And really understand people. And really build this empathy and understanding. And build my compassion. Is when I started attracting all of these people. That were like, I want to know more. I've always been interested in astrology. And so, I spent like 14 years really just ignoring this side of me. And it wasn't until recently that I accepted it. And now I have the courage to build this podcast. To build this community of listeners. I want to listen to my voice and all my weird jokes. But here we are. And by simply doing that, hopefully I can inspire somebody else to follow their own creative desire. Have their own creative outlet. Live in their truth. Right? And living in your truth is simply having... well. I'm going to reword that again. Living in your truth itself is following that creative flow. Because you're following your passions. And following your passions is essentially a creative thing in general. It's a weird idea to wrap your head around. But passions are all about things that make you happy. And so if you're just following things that make you happy, you're following that creative outlet. Following those passions. I definitely sound a little bit crazy as I'm saying this back and forth. But I just want you to know that you should be doing what it is that you want. And Leo is here to tell you that. And so, go on your quest to discover who it is you are. And then, for for the next episode, part two, I'm going to be talking about how Aquarius does that as well. And how Aquarius and Leo have actually a lot to learn from each other. Aquarius also is about living your truth, Aquarius just approaches it very differently. But that is for the next episode. Now, again, a quick recap of everything that I said in the beginning about my website. If you want to know more about all of the astrology services that I offer, I suggest going to plutonianaquarius.ca and also looking at my disclaimers and Frequently Asked page. I offer a lot of readings and... It's a wide range, all the way from $25 to $400. And my readings involve your North Node reading, your Life's Purpose, your Midheaven or Career Professional Pathway reading. I also do love readings about what a healthy idea of love looks like for you and what you need to be in a healthy relationship. I also look at your full birth chart. And I also look at synastry or compatibility readings between you and your person of interest. And I also do chart breakdowns. And I also will answer any questions that you have about your birth chart. And I have this thing that I am really excited about called the ICU series where I have personalized pre-recordings based on your placement. And the one that I have right now is about self-care for you based on your moon sign. And I do want to put out there that each month, I have a couple of readings available. So say you wanted a chart reading this month, and it's sold out, try and purchase it again in the next month when my availability goes up. I want to do this by a monthly basis to plan out my schedule. If you liked today's episode, please leave a review on plutonianaquarius.ca. And so, that is all I have. I hope you're excited to find out how Aquarius approaches living your truth in the next episode. So until then, bye bye.